Hello, so, and welcome to Bryce and Ren. <laughs> Keep going. What? Direct your video. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Uh, today we'll be definitely discussing uh, in depth Winnie the Pooh Seasons of Giving, as well as Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal Finale, uh, week like five or six, whatever we're on, of Love Island, yeah. as well as the hit HBO show uh, House of the Dragon. Uh, it was just the pilot last night, a premiere, and so with me is always to break down um, TV, honestly, uh, is one run on Fontes Ren. Uh, how's it shackling? <laughs> I'm shackling well. So uh, let me break it. Let me break you down my idea. Okay. <laughs> with no context <laughs> to anyone jumping in. Good. <laughs> yeah, go for it. All right. All right. All right. So you know how like we have the modern controller. Mm-hmm. And we're now we're working on like creating controllers for the legs, mm-hmm. and we started with the Wii Fit board. Yeah. Now we're moving on to both legs. Okay. The Wii Shackle. Yes, on both legs. Yes. So what okay. the Wii Shackle is, mm-hmm. you know how like the Wii wrist thing that you like wrap around your wrist to keep it on. So you don't throw the remote of the TV. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you wrap those around your ankles, and like instead of like a Wii mode, it's like a heavy Wii ball. With, like, a bunch of chains mm-hmm. leading up to the wristband. Mm-hmm. So the way you use it is, like, you, like, uh, what, what's a game you like playing? A game that I like playing. Um, I haven't played The Last of Us 2, and I probably wouldn't like it. All right, I'll use The Last of Us 2 as an example. Okay. So uh, in The Last of Us 2, like, if you were using the Wii Shackles to move, uh-huh. what you'd have to do is, like, you would, uh you'd have to like turn your leg to the left to kind of get like the ball give it some momentum and then you want to do like a turn so that Mm -hmm. like the ball comes turning at you and you have to like make sure your foot goes over the ball so it doesn't hit it and that's how you take like one step okay and then you have to do with the other foot the opposite direction to move again oh opposite direction okay yeah would you play something like that is that too involved that's too involved all right, where, where Ren, do you draw I can the barely, line? I can barely like get through Skyward it? Sword because I'm too tired. <laughs> so you shackling a heavy ball to my legs and sticking my legs together is not gonna make me enjoy video games. When I played Skyward Sword, I had to like mm-hmm. limit myself at two hours a day, or I would get exhausted and lose my patience. Yeah, and it's not but, a bad game. I actually mm-hmm. really like it. Yeah, and the so it kills me because then. The Wii version, right, you have these Joy-Cons, which have far better tracking in AR than the Wiimotes, but it has drift. So that drives you insane instead. Um, So it's okay. Maybe eventually. I do, uh, yeah, the Wii was great. Loved it on the Wii. Um, I'll never forget spending hours, and I mean hours, trying to do the side mission where I have to, like, play the harp. Oh. That's those it. were those are brutal. Yeah. I got through them through like sheer luck. Yeah. Yeah, they were awful. That and then there was a minecart one as well. It's like any of the motion the like heavily motion based like side quests were horrible. Not they weren't horrible in design. They were just mechanically frustrating. Yeah. You just weren't there yet. Yeah. You weren't there yet. So, um Rent, speaking of places where we aren't um, we're definitely not at Love Island. 
We're not, Bryce. Are we on Hate Mountain? We might be on Hate Mountain. You're having a bad time, huh? I am so over these people. <laughs> I need them all to drop a lot faster than that. And mind you, that like in terms of the dropping, this week was uh, pretty good for me. We yeah. lost like half the cast. Loved I was it. so happy to lose Courtney. Yeah, it was great to see them go. We're cutting a lot of the fat down. Um, but, I mean, we do have the the who's it? Chad, Phoebe, and Maddie. Maddie? No, Mackenzie. not Maddie. Mackenzie. There's like drama there. That's like kind of the fun. last minute love triangle. Yeah, uh, it's kind of fun. But the thing that kills me is like, so even if they, it, it is a last minute love triangle because even once they figure something out, they're not winning anything. No, like, they're definitely not. None of those three are gonna win this this show. So why are like, they even trying? One of them, Phoebe or Mackenzie, is gonna leave tonight with Chad. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you think that they were the the least popular couple. Is that oh, how, for sure. Whichever one Chad was paired with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so or like, Phoebe Joel. I don't. Is she still with Joel? Who? Also Joel. Oh, what, yeah. a, what, a, what a bland representation of Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. He's letting us down. We're looking he's, bad. He's like a ninety year old trapped in like a fifty year old's body. He's dating for marriage. Yeah. Don't you understand? Why doesn't anyone on that island see that? And he's coupled up with Phoebe, who is the opposite <laughs> of dating It's, it's like uh, the good place. He got, like, this personal hell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Ren, I have an idea. Yeah, what's up? So, I know you and I, we were kind of joking before we got on about how I had the camera on and camera off. Yeah. I think it'd be fun if you and I closed our eyes and tried to handcuff each other. <laughs> Are gotta... you referring to uh, Deb and Jesse's romance in the hideaway? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, they. I wish that this was like just voting. F I wish that we voted for the funniest people. <laughs> to win the money because that's the only value that any of these people have. There should be like a like a class clown award at the end where they get like a they get like a thousand bucks or something. Yeah, like I would love to I would love to give Deb, Jesse, and Jeff just money for carrying this show on their backs. America loved Jeff. <laughs> yeah, and God bless America. Uh. Jeff is great. I love Jeff's reactions to everything. Mm -hmm. He yeah, is he the viewers at home. I liked because so. I know I've watched, like, all the episodes this week, but honestly, background noise to what was last night's episode. Like, that was uh, the Twitter challenge. Yeah, we had the Twitter nonsense. We had, um, because with Jeff, when Naja approaches Jeff and is like, Jeff, did Isaiah ever make a comment about, you know, Sydney's beauty? And Jeff just stares, and she's like, she's like, okay, yeah, he did. He did, otherwise Jeff would be saying something. And Jeff just continues to stare. <laughs> I love that Jeff was like, I don't know, I don't remember, but he must have said it. <laughs> like, I love that in the end he was just like, yeah, he probably said it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, which, by the way, Ren, I forgot to compliment you tonight on your natural beauty. Oh, Bryce, thank you. Are you, uh, by chance comparing me to anyone? Yeah, I have two podcast hosts, and I have to say that I, I appreciate your natural beauty a lot more than my other podcast hosts. Well, natural Bryce, beauty. I'm honored at the very least. Yeah. 
Uh, it's gonna. Now that I put this out into the universe, though, it's gonna totally wreck my other podcast host. <laughs> They're gonna be destroyed. What do you think is uh gonna happen to Isaiah tonight, tomorrow? Nothing. They're you think he'll get away with it again? They're toxic for a third time. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, so. I was... <laughs> In the preview, they're like, tonight on, and we see Sydney crying, I was like, we literally just got done with, like, with them, and now we're back to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Timmy Zita, they're gonna win, like, they didn't get much content this week. Um, they did have the, was their date this week or last week? I don't even remember. It's all that was last week, anymore. right? Yeah, where they planted. That was cute. That was cute. The little garden that they planted. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jesse Deb. Who else we got? Jeff. Yeah, that's, that's the crew right now, right? Well, don't forget, uh, Joel again. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, so, so Joel or Chad has to leave tonight. Well, I think more interestingly, Phoebe or Chad will leave tonight, right? Yes, that's true. So, whatever happens there, will happen. Like, I just don't, I just don't know why any of them are trying anymore. They don't need to. What do we think about the uh, the um, like stripper competition? Oh, the heart Raina challenge. Hearts on fire. Is that what it was called? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I like the spirit of it. I think it has potential. I again thought I thought it was hilarious. Uh, some aspects of it. I um, thought Isaiah. I thought Naja laughing at Isaiah was hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was good. Jazz was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Deb was also pretty goofy in it. Yeah, um, Deb was fun. Deb's always to- funny though. Yeah, she told. She just was like, "This is the most awkward thing ever." Um. It was great like that um yeah i'm so ready for this to be done and i hope it is done soon i'm really curious what this last week is gonna be because i like what else can they do at this point like they can't introduce any new people no 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 no. like it's just getting rid of you know people who are here and destabilizing them no what they need to do ren here's what they need to do yeah okay I think this is the element Love Island is missing. Mm-hmm. In the last week, last week and a half, they bring in a family member or loved one of each of the Love, Di- the Love Island people to have them meet and kind of like approve. They do the do that. Person. They've done that with Spike. What? They do do that. They, it might what actually happen this week. I hope that happens because that's what they should do because I would love for like Isaiah's someone or Sydney's someone to be like, uh don't do that like the don't do that you're making a fool don't yeah that probably will happen this week now that you mentioned it then good wow i uh i should make a reality show (laughs) yeah um all right that's all i have to say about love island run yeah i don't have much for this week either i'm you know i'm glad people are uh people are leaving yeah glad courtney's gone she Mm kind of was her own worst enemy (laughs) so many red flags (laughs) so many red flags yeah. No red flags is a red flag, Bryce. <laughs> no. Yeah, and that that was yeah, that was the issue with Bryce. That was his exact issue. He was just fine. Um okay, friend. Um let's talk about 
Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal. What a finale. It it's it's every time you think that the show's gonna do something, it does something else. I and, like mm-hmm. I just can't believe it. The like the first half uh, I felt like I was watching the first half of the finale in like bated breath. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was just like, where's the like where's the the shocking twist? Yeah. And there I mean there was like not I don't know. It was on on par with his shenanigans mm-hmm. throughout the show where in which he became this boy's mom. Yeah. Um so like all of that was totally on brand. Um and it's like I don't know, like I, I was expecting like that big twist, didn't get it, but instead I found myself being like thinking deeply about the use of children in media. Yeah. <laughs> in general. Like, um yeah. it's it's so interesting how it pivoted. Mm-hmm. And like it pivoted in a way that makes sense for what this whole series kind of became through Angela's rehearsal. Yep. And you know, there's it's it's a commentary on children in media. But there's also, like, a very deep kind of, like, sadness to, like, Nathan's personal element to it and the fatherhood of it all. Mm-hmm. It's so... It's in the fact that we never really, like, comment on it, too, kind of adds another layer to it all. Yeah. So I was... I've been really deep in thought about that, Ren, about the, like, Nathan uh, the person versus Nathan the character. Yeah. And, like where where is that overlap here and then on top of that so like emphasize the trauma that this poor boy remy is experiencing even more remy his experience is that his uh this guy who he believed to be his father isn't even a real person it's the character of nathan fielder like there's so much weight to what happened with remy yeah, that it, it it makes the episode all feel almost overwhelmingly sad at times. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, if you go back and watch the whole thing, it the whole season is like not brought down, but like adds that extra layer of like, oh shoot, like here's another example of a kid, like just it put in this situation. But at the end of the day, Ren, like you know, be it the rehearsal or be it some like Full House, like. You know, these kids are going in, they're working with people, getting really close to them, having a totally different, like, non-human experience on the set, like, in media of all sorts, like, in TV shows, whatever they're involved in. And then being removed from that is, because it was a business transaction at the end of the day, is, like, traumatizing. Uh, And in this case, like, double so for Remy, who doesn't have a dad in real life. And who doesn't understand what acting is. Yeah. It's another very important element to it all. But the, there's there's no way that's limited to just Remy. No, like, of like, course. That's the thing. Um, Yeah. And so, because I, I saw, and I feel like there's a lot of, like, like, did Nathan do something bad? And, like, questionably, yeah. Like, hmm. but, like, so, like, <laughs> it's zooming in on this to show at a, like, broader range what it's like for kids in all different tv shows yeah um is that it's like they you know probably shouldn't be involved or maybe they are involved in not being properly informed like there's so much 
It's it's holding so the rehearsal holds itself accountable. It does for it after the fact. Like it realized what had happened, mm-hmm. and it turned that into an episode, and it turned that into you know the focal point of the finale. So now it's going to be a conversation. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of you know that feels in line with like Nathan for you, mm. you know, dumb Starbucks finding Francis. It's all about starting a conversation. Yeah, and this one is actually for something truly productive. Yeah. Yeah. And beneficial. Yeah. Um I thought the so, some funny bits that I loved ran. I loved the quiet birthday party. Yep, me too. That the quiet birthday party was uh underrated and hilarious. Just so funny. Um and even when Nathan's trying to kind of like communicate or like almost like egg on the one actor and yep. she's just looking at him and doing like some hand signals. Bryce, what is the one thing an actor should never do? Uh, what? Mime. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's, you know, maybe after she was on the rehearsal, maybe she went and, you know, took some lessons from the fielder method. Do you think uh, Dennis called her up? I think Dennis, well, I don't, Dennis may have called her. I'm excited to watch Dennis's film. Yeah, uh, when are we going? Oh, is it in, I thought, I think it's on digital too. I mean, oh, is, can, it, is it digital? Yeah, we can try to find a theater if you want. Oh, but, I mean, shouldn't we support Dennis? Yeah, I don't know if Dennis will be there. Maybe we can like message him and say, can you meet us here? We're going to see your new movie. Yeah, and like, because it'd be cool afterwards to have like a Q&A with Dennis. Yeah, we could tell everyone, hey, Dennis is from the movie. Yeah, is here. D- yeah he's doing a live q and I think people are really going to like it. I think so too. Yeah. Um. I mean, so back to the rehearsal, Ren. We're yeah. looking at a season two. I hope. Okay. So looking forward for me is kind of about reflecting on what this season was. And what yeah. this season was, was three rehearsals mm-hmm. that I'm, you know, can only assume was heavily impacted by the pandemic. Yes. I what I'm what I'm hoping from season two is I don't I don't know. I don't know if I part of me wants, you know, the same feeling I got watching Core's rehearsal and like a fresh one each time. Mm-hmm. That has so much potential. So like and it, it stands on its own too. But season one it kind of ended on a very profound note. And it ended up being a very cohesive arc, you know, in the grand scheme of things. So it makes me feel like that would have to be what season two is going to be as well. Is something he's going to go grand again? Yeah. You think? I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I would be happy with more just straightforward rehearsals and maybe using this season as a way to build on and maybe perfect his application, like, of yeah. the rehearsals. Um, and that's like, that's how it can be viewed. But I like at this point, I don't even know if it's, I I want to sit here. And of course I, I believe and think certain things will happen, but I know it won't like, yeah, because he just continues to surprise and give us something new. And I, uh, did you see the tweet, the way that like HBO phrased it, where it was like, we like, we're excited to see what he does next in season two, as if like HBO also has no idea what they're cutting him the check for. Yeah, they also called him, like, a singular talent or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he is. He's amazing. He's uh, yep, a force he to be reckoned with in, in Hollywood. I've, like, I've also been, I don't know. I've just been thinking so much about the person, Nathan Fielder, and trying, like, just thinking about 
how he fits into the greater like Hollywood era. Because he he was in a movie. He was in um the disaster artist. So it's like, yeah, is he, he friends with all of them? And like, do they all know who he like not who he is, but like do they I, I just don't know. I don't know where he is and where he ends. And he blurs the lines so much. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So And like when you feel like you're getting to know him, he pulls back and tells you he's your dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt like that moment like just captured everything about Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta escalate. You gotta escalate the sketch. Oh man. Go bigger. Always go bigger. Yeah. Um, well, Ren. That was the rehearsal. Um what about um Game the of Thrones? The of our episode? Yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> House of the Dragon. Yes. I loved it. It like Yeah. I, I let it. the I, I finished it and I let the behind the scenes just continue playing or whatever, like whatever it is that comes on after. The inside the episode. Yeah, where all they do is they just recap the episode. Well they uh, reveal some interesting uh like production stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I liked uh in 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 it they the joust scene they mentioned how the reason they you know intercut the joust mm-hmm. with uh you know the C section mm-hmm. was because of Emma's comment to Renera earlier in the ep- earlier in the episode I yeah. said that this was the woman's battlefield That's the battlefield yeah 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 um and I, I did like in there that uh, they also mentioned like they were just saying like you know we wanted to make sure that all the violence that we had was like justified violence yeah uh in the context of the show and i think it certainly was but um, no i so i usually i usually shut stuff like that off um but i was just like so in thought about everything (laughs) that i just let i just let it happen (laughs) let it play and it was still just like wow um we're back in westeros and it was feels good to be back it was so much table setting and i loved I love all the different players that we see right now. Um, and I can't wait to know more of the characters who um, were not as highlighted yeah. in the premiere that definitely are going to still be significant. I rewatched uh, the episode earlier earlier today. Yeah. And oh my God, it, it's even better on a rewatch. But a, there's a lot. So as you know, I've read all the books. Yeah. So I, I'm, I know what's going to happen, you know, in the show. But there is a lot of like really good foreshadowing, just like thematic table setting that when like if they can like complete all four seasons, which I'm sure they will because it's HBO, like looking back on this premiere is going to be an outstanding feeling compared to like where the finale is going to take us and the journey that's going to happen. So is there is there set to be four seasons of this? I think it's set for three to four. Okay. Which is enough to tell yeah. this uh, era of Westeros history. Yeah, it's and it's all based on... So, funny. So, I, I, I texted you last night, and I was like, this is super interesting. Um, I did, So, I didn't know until towards the end of the episode, I looked it up, that it was based... That there was, like, book content that this was covering. Yes. And so, I was like, well, I don't love that because I don't... Like, people will just casually put things out there. Oh, they already um, are. Yeah, and I I don't love having to avoid and like dodge things, so I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna bite the bullet and I'll I'll check out the book. 
was talking to my brother and my friend Liam about that last night. Um, my brother, I don't think, has watched Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, and my friend Liam, uh, maybe watched the first couple of seasons, didn't finish Game of Thrones, but is planning to watch House of the Dragon. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, yeah, I said, yeah, it's based on a book. I'm planning to listen to the audiobook. Um, they were like, okay, like, we'll do it too. We'll do like a book club. And so my brother got it today. He's the first to, to dive in and then texted us and was like, uh, I didn't realize that this is like a history lecture <laughs> and not like a book. And I was like, oh my God, I also did not realize that it is like a history lecture and like a book. I, but, I told you it was like written like a historical account. Yeah, but I didn't, I like, you said that, but I, I guess I didn't like sell it when yeah, it really was. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get it as much. Um, okay, so, so let me be clear. While it's yeah. framed like a historical account, there are two like real prose chapters in there that like cover stuff that's gonna happen in House of the Dragon. Okay. Yeah. So like th- there is like real narrative stuff with some character mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's like one hundred percent like history book. Yeah, and I I think that's hysterical too because also <laughs> I don't like I said I don't think Jordan has watched or read much of like I don't think he's super familiar with the Game of Thrones universe. This is gonna be a so, nightmare for him. I love that this is his intro, and he was like he responded back. He was just like yeah, twenty seven hours dot dot. dot. <laughs> <laughs> that's how long the audiobook is. So, um, but wow, I'm gonna actually I'm pretty sure like the Game of Thrones audiobooks like. 60 hours or something yeah but ren that's a that's a book that's, yeah, a, that's story. Right, a story <laughs> so but I'll, I, i'm gonna join him made up world i'm gonna join him for it um and i hope he, you enjoy it yeah he said he, he also um we're gonna try to take notes because uh there's a lot of names being yep, said of. <laughs> so um yeah but so i am i'm gonna check that out to better understand or like pretty not to better understand because honestly I think I would love to live in a world where the the t like this show is all that I get from like I don't I don't feel like I need the book because I want to learn more I feel like I need the book because I don't want to learn more through from the wrong people yeah. yeah I get what you mean like if you don't read the book you essentially cannot be a part of like the deep discourse about the show yeah. Yeah, and it's probably gonna. I it might open up like a whole thing. I, I might end up going through, um, the the all of them. Uh, I I'd, I, I'd I recommend you do. They're an amazing series. Yeah, I'm uh planning on rereading them right now. Yeah. Um, the other day I read uh all the uh prequel graphic novels and they're amazing. Oh my gosh, prequel to what? Is it before Fire and Blood? Ren? I can only do no, so much. No, it takes place Come after on. Fire and Blood. Okay. Okay. Um, do we think House of the Dragon was, or like, will have higher viewings totals than the finale of Game of Thrones? Uh, hmm. It's already like the biggest series premiere for HBO. Yeah. So I could yeah. see it pulling that off in the long run. Yeah. Um, it's also going to have like a lot more momentum, I think, than Game of Thrones because. With House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. if they stick to their four-year plan, they're going to be ending, like, the same year Game of Thrones was at its absolute peak, season four. Like, yeah. if they carry the same momentum, it's going to be, like, a finale that people will be talking about forever. And and as, if, you know, if they're starting it now with the ending in mind, yes, then that's good. That's strong. <laughs> there, You know, House of the Dragon has the luxury 
of telling the complete story and not needing to, you know, tell its own for the no. last act. No. Um, all right. So, Ren, uh, so this, this can be fun then, because I think you you obviously will know um, kind of a deeper history to these yep. characters um, than I will. But I would love to kind of talk some first impressions. Um, yeah. First of, like, the characters and then... Um, and you'll definitely need to help me with names. I'm going to pull up the IMDb for it now. Yeah, for sure. I'll help. But um, I would love to do that and then talk through some of the, the story beats as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so I, I let me tell you right off the bat, Ren. You want to know which character do I find the most intriguing? Yeah. What team are you on, Bryce? Um, well, so it's not a team, or at least I don't think it is. It might be. Might might turn out to be. Um, the... The hand's daughter. Um, Allison. Allison, sure. Sure. Um, very curious about her. I very... really like her character. Like, from what I know, like, about her historically in Fire and Blood, she, I really, like, her. the story beats she will have this season are going to be some of the best. Yeah. Yeah, I think, so why I find her so intriguing is because she's obviously, so... Because her dad's interesting, but Uh-oh. she seems to be a little bit, uh, like rebellious, but more like soft spoken and maybe a little bit more like thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And so I think her relationship with, uh, Rhaenyra, yeah, Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra, um, is like it's very from what we've seen of them, uh, like it's physical, it's physical, it is physical, yeah, it's loving and. It's a very I, affectionate relationship. Yeah, and so I, I am curious if there's, like, what her thoughts and feelings are there, and then, of course, when she's tasked with going to, um, to you know, kind of Viserys. cheer up. Yeah, to cheer up Viserys was... That scene, yeah. like, the, the lead-up to that scene, rather, not her going there, but her yep. father, Otto, you mm-hmm. know, first, like, hugging her in a really nice, like, tender moment Mm -hmm. he like brings up his like deceased wife how he thought about her and you think he's gonna be this really sweet scene and then he tells her to go comfort the king then he tells her to go wear her mom's dress yeah go see her wear one of your mom's dresses i go see him go wear one of your mom's dresses yeah like you can see it in her face that she understands what her father is oh yeah trying to make her do yeah uh and it like i it's it's nasty, but it's also I'm so glad to be back to like the scheming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the hand of the king sending his daughter to like counsel the grieving king who just yeah. lost his wife and son. Like yeah. what an insane move. And the daughter is best friends uh with the king's with daughter, daughter. They're the same age. Yes. Yeah. Um really bold. Uh so I like I feel like she's someone to watch. They're all someone to watch, though, Ren. They are, but like, Allison especially is definitely someone to watch. Yeah. Who, uh, in terms of, like, I'm sure knowing these characters then, were there any that you were, like, so excited to see uh, Damon. Yeah. I, Damon's always been, like, one of my favorite historical Westeros characters. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's a very complex character. Like, I, I don't know how nuanced he comes off just from one episode because mm-hmm. i know like the in his like inner workings based from like 
the books and because he's one of the characters featured in the prose chapters yeah you know i have a better understanding of like his personality and motivation but seeing him i was so excited because he has like this sinister vileness to him Mm -hmm. but also he's like fiercely loyal to his family yeah and he like he walks a fine line between being like a joffrey and a jamie Mm -hmm. yeah he's someone who i feel like so even though he was sent away Mm. um like his response to uh the queen's death was i i felt like the most human um in which when he was like kind of comforting uh rhaenyra yeah uh so that alone i was like okay this guy this guy isn't half bad he's obviously struggling with just like finding that sense of self Mm -hmm. uh, especially like never given the chance but being the king's brother yeah he also feels like personally slighted by Viserys too Mm -hmm. because you know he wants to be near his brother and and from his perception it feels like Viserys is pushing him away and keeping him anywhere but near him yeah yeah um so I like I like him I like the energy that he's bringing he yeah he like you hate him and you love him just yeah. in the first episode, I got both those feelings from him. Like when he's at the, um, when he is during the like the jousting, when yeah, he went for the low shot and took out the horse. What a cheap move! Yeah, such a cheap move, and it's like so dishonorable. Yeah, said everything about him, and I was like, okay, this guy's like a little scumbag. And then moments later, he's you know, like clearly he's he cl- clearly cares so much for Rhaenyra. Yeah. Um, and so it's like okay he's he's more than just you know pompous hoarded. i want to talk about the joust in depth a little bit yeah uh, what about it uh so okay one of the big and this kind of applies to the whole episode too the mm-hmm. vibrant colors of it all yeah. one of my least favorite things about the later seasons of game of thrones is how like they started dimming the colors and they kind of you know started swapping everyone to more black color schemes yes. which you know thematically makes sense and fits given given the circumstances what they're facing you know death people are mourning mm-hmm. but i re- like the colors in house of the dragon they're so vibrant they're so bright they're so bold and they're they're so shameless they just embrace that fantasy aesthetic in a way that game of thrones even at its most like colorful never really did and i think yeah. it works in both giving like House of the Dragon, its own personality, and, like, in-universe, showing us what Westeros used to be like, and how they kind of shifted away from that as more and more wars happened and more and more people died, and we eventually got to the point we wore in Game of Thrones. So I think it worked well on that kind of double level. Yeah, with so many houses able to come together for a single event, right? That too, like, by the end of Game of Thrones, like, so many people have died, and so many families are just extinct. Yeah. Like, here we see, like, a dozen, like, sigils. Like, a bunch from, like, the show. We see, like, the Boltons, the Baratheons, mm-hmm. Lannister, uh, Stark. But, like, also a bunch we haven't seen, we never saw in Game of Thrones, yeah. that, you know, by that point just didn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was... Um, I In the jousting scene, so I was like especially well you already mentioned that it was intercut with the the birth 
But even like before that, um, I loved the like the whole build up to it as well of like, you know, this is gonna be this a little bit like um it's gonna be too early to kind of be be doing all of this to be celebrating the next heir yeah uh, we don't know if you know if it's gonna be a boy or a girl uh i was on the edge of my seat the whole time (laughs) is it gonna be a boy or girl of it all which was a big thrill for me was just what were you so before like the labor went all bad were you were you expecting anything to happen what were you what were you thinking yeah, I was anticipating that it was just, it was going to be a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that way, okay, uh, it's a girl. So there's some drama as to who's going to be the heir. It's going to be kind of up for grabs. And he's going to look like a fool because he put this whole thing together to celebrate the next heir. And there is no heir. Yeah. So I, that's what I was anticipating. Um, and I mean, we, we, we pretty much got there. Um yeah, we, we like, like a few extra steps we got there. Yeah, and I mean, and I was also so because I was into the drama of boy or girl, boy or girl. Oh no, queen has to die, but it's it's a boy. Okay, few it was worth it. Two seconds later, funeral for both of them. Um, it's was, like such whiplash. <laughs> yeah, it, I was I was very saddened to see the little baby corpse uh all wrapped up and you know back at square one with now there's no heir but now there's no queen so there's not even a chance that there'll be another uh also like um who's it the maestra maester maester done with all of them you're done with them i don't subscribe to that kind of belief system I feel like they made a bad suggestion, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wasn't a wise plan. No, it wasn't the best plan. Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, give they should have given her a little bit more uh, milk of the poppy. It wouldn't have hurt. At that point, it wouldn't have hurt. Well, yeah, I'm sure it wouldn't have hurt because there's other pains. <laughs> that would have been instead that like that was brutal oh my god it was so graphic like even today even re-watching it i could mm-hmm. barely like keep my eyes on the screen yeah i was i was wincing at that um the shot but... where you can just see the arms inside mm-hmm. oh my god it horrific and yeah. that's just that's just that's life yeah it was it was so brutal um and like her uh when her she screams like, when she's like oh like when when he says like we're gonna deliver the baby now or whatever yeah uh along those lines and she's like okay okay and then she's like wait what what um as you know reality setting. starts to set in that she's about to you know yeah uh, it's it was so sad it was so tragic so sad and to put him in that situation only for it to still be a lose lose um rough and seeing uh the comment that i loved about because he's he's a very interesting king yeah very interesting king i love the comment made by someone about how he's a weak king is it damon 
that says I think it is that. Damon. Yeah, uh, it's when he's sitting on the throne and then yeah. uh, gets hurt by it again. There's a lot of sharp edges there to look out for. Yeah, I love that the throne's been cutting him. Yes. Um, is that why that's, you know, why why there's a new and improved throne? Yeah. Uh, later mean, on. I'm, I'm assuming uh, this series will end with the OG throne being, mm-hmm. you know, installed. Yeah, that's what this is all about, right? <laughs> Each, you know, each Game of Thrones series is going to be about, like, how a new chair got to where it needed to be, or how it was destroyed. Yeah, and we're going to get a prequel to this prequel, and it's just going to be, like, you know those, the, like, circus act where they, like, sleep on knives or whatever? Yeah. It's just going to be that. (laughs) That's the throne. It's just the knives, but sharp point up. Yeah. Um, but no, the comment about him being so weak, and having his, his, like, board essentially built up of all people Leeches. who are are eating him alive it's brilliant yeah it'll um, I, i'm really excited to get to know more of his small council yeah some most of the ones featured here are major players mm-hmm. in the uh eventual dance of the dragons which is what this show is adapting mm-hmm. but uh you know you don't really get to know their personalities just from like what they did historically yeah. So like my my interpretation of Otto was a lot more honorable than what he is in the show. Is Otto's the hand, right? Otto's the hand. Yeah. So yeah. like seeing him like actively send Alicent to Viserys, it's like, ooh, okay. Mm. You're not you're not a honorable man. But like I guess that's something you can also infer just from like the text itself. Cuz like she had to, you know, that is something that's mentioned historically that he did send her to him. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought he was good. And I think like in game of Thrones, we always saw the hand being a, a very interesting character because it's, you know, the modern day vice president, like of, but in a world where a lot of things happen to the (laughs) Kings and Queens. And so, there is that that aspect of like okay they're so close to power is, is it even him that's oh is it damn who says it there was a, a line in there about power like uh no man is strong enough to resist like yeah. the urge for power or Otto something. said no man is too impatient for absolute power yeah uh, and that's you know that's what he where he's going for he's looking for that um yeah and and then when he did the deep cut about Damon you know, Damon did a toast for your dead son. The heir for a day? Heir for a day. Oof. Yeah. What a cruel... It, it's a cruel comment, but you know, it's also... I feel like Damon in the brothel is like more human in a way than he is in any other scenes. Yeah, and it's like... like... It's like a cruel comment, but I feel like when he says that we all grieve in our own ways, he is yeah. being sincere to an extent. Well, yeah, and I also, um, it makes me think of a lot of, like, things that happen on reality shows where things are taken out of context for, um, the benefit of whoever's saying it, and so in this case, Otto's saying it as if, like, he went in there and was loud and proud and did this big toast and celebrated. No, he's, like, egged on by the people around him to say something. Uh, it's not even like he came out willingly to be like, all right, like, you know, I'm gonna buy out everything and this is for the the air for the for the day uh no it he was there he was kind of grieving he was kind of out of it and then yeah. egged on by some people said some stupid things 
and uh, kicked out for it. So, um, what is the what are they? The gold capes? The gold cloaks. Gold cloaks. What are they gonna do? I love without his their gold leader? cloaks. Yeah, they they nailed it. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was also. I mean, that was a pretty brutal scene too. Oh yeah, that was. Oh my God, Bryce, the balls, the balls <laughs> being sliced off. Yeah. Did you was... hear the fart? The fart. When they, I only heard it on my rewatch. When they pull down the guy's pants to cut off his balls, oh. he farts really quietly. Oh, no, that's awful. Everything about that scene was awful. And then they uh, loaded up a cart, carried it away. A very aesthetically uh, portioned body parts. Mm. Yeah, very visceral scene. Good way to show kind of Damon's brutality right away. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, you know. I feel like it's one of those things where we're like the show does this a lot. It kind of leaves us to make our own interpretations. Was Damon, you know, actually attacking the criminal element? Was he disturbing the peace? Like the small council scene they have where they debated about it, where Corliss Valerian says that, uh, you know, the criminal element should fear the city watch. You know, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And Damon also makes the point that if a bunch of lords are coming for, you know, the heir's birth, there shouldn't be crime ready to hurt them. Yeah. No. I um it I don't think it's gonna work. You don't think it's gonna work out? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, what think, are your red flags? Um yeah, so if I'm Courtney and I'm looking for red flags in Damon. Yeah, let's would... say let's say you've been paired up with Damon Targaryen <laughs> on Love Island. <laughs> Yeah, and and I'm Courtney, so like you know, obviously I'm in it because I feel this, this a lot of sexual tension between <laughs> me and and Damon. Um, but then I see, you know, I would say probably the red flags are when he makes everyone wear matching uniforms. Uh, I would say the red flags are when he is, you know, he should know my value. I know, uh-huh. I know my value, but he should know it as well. And instead, he's going out to the brothel pretty often so that's fair yeah and also he's killing people in the streets so but like maybe maybe they're bad guys uh yeah actually you're right i think i'm gonna stay with him for a little bit longer (laughs) feel it out yeah i'm gonna feel it out um so long as he's you know knows that there's no one else but me then i think i'm good with him you just need to let him finish working things out with miseria yes um her name bryce miseria yeah so is that i was a little bit confused about that so is that his his wife or that no that's not his wife so we don't did not meet his wife no we haven't met his wife she's at the veil okay that's what i thought um i was just confused i I think it's interesting casting that they made miseria kind of resemble what his wife is supposed to look like oh because he Mm -hmm. mentions he he mentions that uh his wife is bronze in the show and I'm assuming in, in in the Song of Ice and Fire, bronze just means the skin tone that Miseria has. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess we'll be meeting her. Because when he leaves, doesn't he take her with her? With him? Yeah, he does take her with her with him. Okay. Yeah, okay. I actually don't know what uh his wife's deal like is historically that much. Okay. So, so this'll see. this'll be interesting to see. We'll see. Um the queen that never was yeah rainies yeah that'll be that's um 
she's the Marsha. Uh, you know, Marsha <laughs> Succession. Yeah, I guess that's not too far off. So, um, except I, it, where it's like the show is either gonna go one of two ways with her. We're gonna get, um, you know, we're gonna get her in kind of like that background, like I'm always watching kind of role mm-hmm. for the first season, and then she's gonna slowly disappear, or <laughs> she's gonna, uh, yeah, or she's gonna be, you know, be really big. She's someone when I was talking saying at the beginning of this, like people who those characters that we met who I want to see. Like we didn't get a lot of them, but I yeah. want to know more. She's like top of the list. Like I, I could do. I we're only one episode in. I could yeah. do a centric episode with um, her and uh, Corliss. her husband. Yeah, Corliss. Yeah, the Valerians. They're super interesting, and they're they're gonna be they're gonna be like a huge part of this. Yeah, they're like the uh, second most important house to the Targaryens, and like this whole mm-hmm. like show. Yeah, should be good. Should be good. Yeah. So. Um, you know, this is what made Game of Thrones great is there's so many contenders and even though we see at the end of the day, Rhaenyra take, uh, the, or be, be, you know, crowned the next heir Mm -hmm. to the throne, we know that that's not always how this works. No. Uh, it couldn't possibly be so straightforward as that. And on top of that, even though she is crowned, there's definitely sure to be uh pushback. Right? Before she actually makes it there. It's gonna it's gonna be such a fun season. Yeah. I'm really glad they're doing a time skip halfway through. That's how long we have, have Oh, did you not know that? No, I had no clue. So uh Rhaenyra and Allison have two actresses. Oh, okay. So the first half we're gonna be with the young actresses. Mm-hmm. Second half, we're going to be with their actresses for the rest of the show. Yes. Yeah, so they're doing... I... Ten... Uh-huh. Oh, no, you can, you can go. I was gonna... They're doing the opposite of what Succession's doing, where Succession started them old, and now season four is going to be uh, Succession babies. Yeah, exactly. Got you. Okay. I, uh... I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> you, just got, you got so fascinated by the idea of uh, I was baby thinking Kendall. about Succession babies. Yeah. Baby Kendall and baby Roman uh, in the dog cage. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Rhaenyra and Alicent. Yes. Their actresses are great. They were phenomenal. Rhaenyra especially. Yeah. Yeah, so much expression uh, on the face. Like, so much that is said through that expression. She Uh, might have the best Valyrian in, like, between both shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was really, she was a very compelling uh, actress. And she's and, a really interesting character, too. I, I like her personality so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's good. There's she's lo- fun. She just, wants to, to. she just wants to enjoy life and fly around on her dragon. Mm-hmm. Don't we all? Don't we all? With Allison, her best friend. Yes. Wink, wink. <laughs> but Allison doesn't want to fly. She'd prefer she to stay on the ground. dragons. Hates dragons. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's not a big fan of uh, of who Puff, or Figment, or Jake Long. Yeah, those are the three dragons. Those are the <laughs> right. <laughs> Any other dragons? Any other pop culture dragons? I feel uh, like I'm missing a big one, but Mushu. Yeah, Mushu. There's another one. Um, some other dragons. Yeah. Um, 
Godzilla's not really a dragon. Oh, let's go. Let's go with the dragon from uh, Shrek. Charizard. The dragon. From, oh yeah, dragon from Shrek. Charizard. Uh, yeah. Smog. Those are those are the big ones. Smog. Smuff. Smuff. From Hobbit. Oh, I got you. The uh, Hobbit. Smog, smog. You know, Smog's big adventure. Des- desolate of Smog or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who's the silly one? Who's the high one? Who's the silly one? What are you talking about? Puff the magic dragon. He already said that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. He lived in lived on the sea. Uh, is that song about weed? Yeah. I thought so. Wow. Makes so much sense. But I was a kid. I haven't thought about Puff until just now. <laughs> now uh, you're a grown man and you've learned. Yeah. Yeah, it adds up. So uh, so speaking of secrets we learn in adulthood, mm-hmm. how about them White Walkers? Yeah, I, I, if I were her, I'd be watching out. <laughs> I'd keep one eye open at night. Could be any minute. I, I felt, I people are complaining about it on Reddit, but I felt like that's a pretty, you know, good, subtle enough way of linking it to Game of Thrones. Yeah, I I mean... It's not like they said, like, the Night King is gonna come, and at <laughs> Winterfell, a boy named Jon Snow will ride a dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was good as well, in terms of, like, um, you know, the government, U.S. government has, like, state secrets. Yeah, that too. So, That's another element that like, I feel like people are ignoring. Yeah, like, it's... yeah, there are a bunch of state-level secrets that mm-hmm. never leak beyond, you know, the t- top figures. Yeah, and it's fine. Even if the secret, like, seems not... So, it's, you know, I think the reason, Ren, it just it doesn't carry weight because of, you know, because of when winter finally came. Um... That's that to me is why it feels less weighty. Um, How do you mean? That, like, because it feels like okay, it's like already the whole like winter is coming concept is already building up here, and uh, Game of Thrones when winter finally came, you know, the White Walkers made some weird shapes with some bodies, and uh, they didn't make make it very far. They don't make it far. Well, it depends on what you mean by far. They wipe out most of the wildlings. They don't make it far through Westeros. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I and I feel like another element there is, like, if they win at Winterfell, it's done. Yeah. Like, if, thema- yeah. like narratively and thematically, like, in-universe, if they win there, it's done. Like, thematically, why would you have the Starks reclaim Winterfell only to lose it again? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I think in the grand scheme of things... It does work. It, mm-hmm. it can. It feels unsatisfying in the ways, but I think it works. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's gonna be. That's the only thing that I think House House of the Dragon has to like at this point, just with the the single episode based off of, mm-hmm. has for it to potentially like go wrong. Yeah, is if it spends too much time trying to set up game of thrones especially where you know the ending is give or take uh like i i don't mind it yeah but others you know obviously don't like it so i feel like the show just needs to be its own self and it's it'll be fine it'll be great i do think they are gonna linger on the prophecy a bit longer Mm -hmm. But I see it less as, like, setting up Game of Thrones 
and more like highlighting the tragedy of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because like the what the point of the prophecy in House of the Dragon isn't like, oh, Rhaenyra, this is what you have to do to prepare them for the events of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's Rhaenyra, here's this prophecy. Uh, somehow, this is not going to get passed down when it's needed. Yeah. And that's how he gets a Game of Thrones. And that's why that whole, you know, mess happens. Mm-hmm. And like the world almost ends. Yeah. Which I, I'm like, again, I agree. I do agree with you that like this is where like the most potential where things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. But as long as they keep it in like the element of like, you know, the tragedy of it all, it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Yeah. And I also feel like things will have to get derailed by the real plot soon. This might just be something they're including for like the first few episodes while Rhaenyra is young. Because mm-hmm. like the bulk of the dance doesn't happen until she's an adult. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm thinking, like at least. Frog? This isn't something that's... Ha- that's Oh, sorry, the Dance of the Dragons. Yeah, it's new. I don't know what that means. That's the that's the event that uh, House of the Dragon is adapting from. That's what the era in Westeros is called. Okay, so the book I'm going to listen to... Yeah, Fire and Blood. Is it, does it, it covers far more than what this show is? So it covers everything from Aegon's Landing up until Robert's Rebellion. Oh, okay. So, like, so this era, which is the Dance of the Dragons, yep. which is uh, Viserys' reign up to, I won't say whose reign, because yep. it spoils it. Much appreciated. Yep. So this era is called the Dance of the Dragons, and okay. it's basically, like, in the middle of Westeros history. So, like, you're going to have to read, you're going to have to get through some before you actually get here. Okay. But That's not, like, too, too much. I'll and this fine. is, like, the bulk of Fire and Blood, too. Yeah. This is, like, the biggest thing that happened to the Targaryens before the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Well, Ren, uh, I'm looking forward to more. I'll Me tune too. in. I'll tune in a second time. I'm 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 just really excited to be back. The cinematography is great. The music is great. The yeah. acting is so good. Yeah, it's it's a, a like this is great television. In the same week that we got She-Hulk. Oh my god! Look, <laughs> do you want to talk about some She-Hulk for a bit? barely like i don't but i think we should we should like come on what awful over here is it the worst thing in the mcu what do you think um yeah in like the the main like timeline whatever yeah 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 Yeah, i agree by far the worst thing and it's not um i was talking with liam last night liam did not watch it but he was like he was like oh like poor what's her face like whoever the actress is and i was like it's not her like it's not her fault. It's no, it's not her fault. It's it's the writing, the pacing, the directing, the like. It feels so cheap. It it's like a mockery of like how did we go from Iron Man one to this? Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. didn't die for this. No, they no. killed him in Endgame for real to make yeah. you know, to make the movie have real weight. Mm-hmm. And now She Hulk is a you know. Looks like a fucking PS2 character. <laughs> Have fighting her cousin the Hulk, who was abused by his father. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what is happening? And why? She... Why is she taught? Like, I know she breaks the fourth wall in the comics, but it's handled very badly in the show. Yeah, she and she becomes very Hulk bad because his blood spills into her blood. It happens, right? Sometimes cousin blood. You sometimes spill. you get cousin blood. <laughs> And then you have to live on his island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, 
so the car crash happens because of the spaceship. There's like a little bit of intrigue there, but I do I don't care. Yeah, like, well, I, I don't give a shit about this random spaceship that wants to see the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> this, what this is uninteresting to me. So were they just tourists? Is that what what it this came will down come to? Back, but they're they're gonna send Hulk in outer space. I bet. Yeah. Oh my god. He, he's he's gone again. Well, we have She Hulk now, Bryce. Yeah, we don't need him. She's Hulk. Don't you get it, you idiot? <laughs> oh my gosh. And like, Ren, so she talks a little bit about like, and I don't want to, I don't want to take down her, her necessarily. You're not, right? You're not. Story. But so she's like complaining about like some of her experiences and things that she's had in life. But Ren, she is like, She's a lawyer. People yep. people don't get into that profession without some form of life did you pretty well. Yeah. Like, you know, she's a lawyer. She's related to, you know, an Avenger. Yeah. She can hang out at his compound whenever he wants, whenever, mm -hmm. whenever she wants. Stupid. Now she's got superpowers. Mm -hmm. but so it's, stupid. I, I hate that she has powers, mm -hmm. but no drawbacks yeah i hate it she can switch whenever she wants you know we it's fine if hulk is in space because we we literally don't need him anymore we've got a new hulk now she yeah. can transform whenever she wants to and she puts criminals in jail <laughs> oh yeah um it, i didn't laugh once I like I don't Ren, I don't know if I'm gonna tune in for a second episode. Bryce, what do you mean? Uh don't you wanna find out if the Falcon is a virgin next? <laughs> I bet he's never done sex. Look at him. That was Look at so... that face. <laughs> no like are they just trying to be provocative? Because the only like <sighs> It's basically like PG thirteen uh Deadpool humor. It yeah, but it's not funny. Like it, it... Even if Deadpool said it, it wouldn't be funny because Deadpool sets stuff up in a way that's typically like comedic. Comedic, exactly. <laughs> like she's just sitting here, and we get the end end bit where she's like, uh, "Captain America, fuck," and then it cuts, and everyone has been talking about that. Like, what word was she gonna say? Since, um, I don't know, fudge. Um, Captain America, uh, funnies in the comics on Sunday. I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, we'll never know, I don't think. It's really, 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 really bad. It is. And the it's action like... is really bad. It's, you know, Marvel isn't known for their for exactly good action. Mm -hmm. they, can, they can do well sometimes when they try. Yeah. But this, ooh, this just reminded me everything I hate about the MCU. Right. I think that the fall of Marvel is upon us. I you don't think phase four is gonna end well? This is it's well what do you mean by phase four ends well? What what do we have left? Guardians three or is that phase five? No, it's Black Panther two, I think. Oh, that'll be great. I'm sure that yeah, that'll maybe, probably be good. Maybe probably. Did you see the trailer for it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's they like haven't told us theater. who it's gonna be, but we know who it is, right? We know it's uh the uh look at those or whatever. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what she says? Isn't that? Yeah, she does say, "Look at those." Yeah. What are those? I think that's the meme. Oh yeah. What are those? Look at... What are these? What are the? <laughs> Who are you? Take, take a look at that. 
Yeah, so she'll be Black Panther. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, but I'm like, my hype was built with the first, uh, like half of this phase, and now my hype has gone down. Yeah, uh, me too. I I thought Wandavision was exciting. I didn't love the ending. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it stuck the landing, but you know those few, those first few episodes were so much fun. Yeah, I I liked Loki for the most part. Yeah, I thought Shang Chi was excellent. Yeah, that's probably my favorite MCU movie in a good while. Mm-hmm. I I personally loved What If, <laughs> and I then just, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. besides Spider Man and Doctor Strange, I don't know. It's been kind of oh, Miss Marvel was good. Miss Marvel was good. Like Moon Knight Marvel. happened. Um, yeah, Moon Knight happened. Black Widow sucked. Yeah, uh, Thor wasn't that great. Hawkeye was... Thor sat poorly with me. Fine. Thor's also sat poorly with me as well. Especially with how much I loved the second one. Uh, not the second, the, th- the, third, the one? third one. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like this is the start of the fall. Because we're just... We're just gonna get more and more Marvel. I mean, the thing is, Marvel reached their natural stopping point with Endgame. Mm-hmm. You know, that was it. Yeah. They, they, Could, that, should they, okay. should they okay. hard reset? They could have just hard reset. They could have hard reset, or they could have just, like, you know, let Spider-Man be in his own movies. They don't cross over anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just Spider-Man now. Deal with it. <laughs> we, the, the, we saw what Phase 4 was like in the in our timeline. You guys mm-hmm. are better off. Yeah, but Spider-Man that was a very good movie. You didn't like uh, No Way Home? No, I said it was a, it was a very good movie. Oh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I would not trade out uh, a universe where Spider-Man's in his own movies, but the rest of Phase 4 is better for what we have now. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, we got that. Andor starts soon, too. Ren, uh, let's let's wrap this up. What, oh, well, that was an UG? <laughs> I don't want to watch Andor. Okay, then don't. I'm just letting you know that it shouldn't exist if I don't want to watch it. Yeah, did you read the um, the prequel book, the uh, companion book? Uh, what? There's a companion book for Andor. Yeah, it's more of a. It's really light on the characters, but it's heavy on the history. <laughs> um, so it could be really. It's a 27 hour audio book. Water and mud. Yeah, I think I think you're really gonna like it. Uh, Andor, it's only there's one chapter. Uh, that's about 18 hours in that covers the plot of Andor. So I think you're going to like it. You have to let me know how long <laughs> it takes you to get to the actual House of the Dragon stuff. It's going to take so long. Oh my god, because you want to know why it's going to take so long, Ren? Because I'm finishing Better Call Saul probably tomorrow. So. Ooh. Yeah. You going to watch that? When are you going to watch bet- that? Breaking Bad's going to be the next thing Nicole and Better I watch be. after we watch Sandman and do, Daredevil. No, do Better Call Saul for Sandman? Yeah, I'm watching Sandman, yeah. Is that a show? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, An adaptation of the hit comic, Sandman. Do you know who would hate that? Who? Anakin. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so watch. Here's my challenge for you. Watch watch the Breaking Bad series in order. Yeah, I'll watch Breaking Bad first. No! <laughs> it came out first? No. That's what in order means. Better call Saul in chronological order. 
I, I need to refresh myself on if I watch no. Better Call Saul first, yeah, the whole time I'll be thinking I should be rewatching Breaking Bad. <sighs> I know me, Bryce. I know me. Why would I, I have to watch Breaking think Bad? Think about how much more you'll appreciate your rewatch of Breaking Bad after it will having be at watched the expense of Better Call, Goodman Call Saul. I can't do that to him. He's a good man. Yeah. It's been phenomenal. It's been That's what I've heard. I'm really excited. It's, it's been so good. Um and I'm excited to see where it ends. And then I'm hoping there's so much I want to do in life, Ren. I want to watch Breaking Bad after as well. Do it. Watch it. Uh, Follow your heart. And I gotta listen to this audiobook. Uh so I just got You're a lot gonna going enjoy on. fire and blood, Bryce. There's a lot of fun Targaryen history to learn. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I will. Uh, anything else, Ren? Oh yeah, let's. You want to rate Winnie the Pooh? We got four minutes before yeah. this zoom ends, so let's let's wrap the shindig up. Yes, let's rate okay. it. Uh, so what do we think of Winnie the Pooh, the seasons of giving? Uh, all right. Comparing it to House of the Dragon. <laughs> all right, so comparing it to House of the Dragon, which I would get, I would give a ten to House of the Dragon's premiere. Yeah. I'm going to give Seasons of Giving, let's see, give Bell's Magical World a negative three. Uh, you said this one was four bucks, I'll give it a negative four. Yeah. <laughs> Ren, you mean, it, you know that it was four bucks because you and I both paid four dollars to watch this, is what you yes, mean. Yes, sorry, I typoed just now. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to give it a uh, two. Yeah, I think that's fair. So, because Winnie the Pooh is growing tired on me, but we have the Tigger movie next week. Which uh, is on Disney Plus. So great. Next week we get to talk about Tiggers, Dragons, uh, Love Island finale. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I might watch She Hulk again. If you watch She Hulk again, we'll talk She Hulk again. I'm gonna keep watching it. Okay. Against my better judgment, I am gonna keep watching it. Yeah. Um. Anything else next week? When does uh? I I will you watch the Lord of the Rings thing? What? Lord Rings, of of, Rings of Power? Oh, Rings of Power! Yeah, I'm, we're gonna be watching it. Yeah. Nicole and I plan on rewatching the movies though first. Yes, I've never seen the movies. R- really? So, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. I've no, only not a bit. I've only I've only ever actually seen them once. Funny enough. Yeah. Um, I saw them when I was in high school. They came the extended editions re-released in theaters one week apart, and I went to each one, and that's how I watched them all for the first time. Man, that sounds amazing. It was outstanding. Yeah. Make sure you watch them before Rings of Power, though. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to watch Rings of Power. Oh, okay. So, but I'll make sure to watch The Hobbit, like, 12 times. Yeah, watch The Hobbit. Watch either the way. Watch of a Smoog. Yeah, either way. I'll make sure to watch a lot of Hobbit, so. Um, all right. Tigger movie, all this stuff. Should be good. Should be fun, Ren. Uh, all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening, checking us out, and I hope you all have a great rest of your week. See you at the House of the Tigger. Bye, everyone. Bye.